2: Inspector Faraday. Yeah. Lying just the way it was when I saw it from the hilltop over there. If you spotted it from that hilltop, how did you know it was your stepfather, Mr. Austin? I recognized the jacket and boots he's wearing. And I knew he was out here inspecting the farm. Mm -hmm. He left the house early this morning, right after it stopped raining. And, well,
3: this is where he'd be, according to his schedule. Oh, he was on a regular routine inspection, huh?
2: Yes, he inspected the entire estate once every week, Uh on foot. Yeah.
3: Well... He's killed by a blow on the head. One blow that meant instant death. But that's impossible, Inspector Faraday. How could he have been killed out here,
2: in the middle of an open field? I
3: don't know how, yet. Now, look, there are no footprints out here, and none that is but his own. Yes? And there they are, leading right up to here where he was slugged and killed. Unless... Unless what, Inspector? Unless the killer followed him, carefully stepping in Austin's prints, killed him... Then walk backwards, stepping in the same prints.
2: I, I guess that explains it, doesn't it? It might. Let's have another look at those prints, huh? Oh, I'm sure that's how it was done, Inspector. Dad wasn't hit by a car or his body driven out here because there are no tire tracks. And on the other hand... He,
3: he... Uh, he wasn't hit on the head by anyone who followed in his footprints, either. His boots are cleated, and the cleat marks are still too clear. Oh,
2: good night, Inspector Faraday. This is crazy. He couldn't have been killed out here, and he wasn't carried out here. These are his own footprints.
3: You're it's... absolutely right, Mr. Austin. He couldn't have been killed out here. It's impossible. But there's just one thing that bothers me. What's that? He was.
4: And now on to Dick Colmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy, friend to those who have no friend. <laughs>
3: Nice place, your stepfather had here, Austin. Well, home is where your hat is, Inspector Faraday. This
2: place is so big, I could have lost a dozen hats in it. Yeah. You won't ask Alice too many questions, will you? It's only been three hours since I found the
3: body, and she's awfully
2: upset about Dad's death. No,
3: I'll try not to bother her too much. Thank you. Uh, Is his daughter an adopted child, too? No,
2: I'm the adopted one. She's really Austin's daughter. His only child, in fact. I see him. Don't you people lock doors out here? No need to. No one can get past the entrance to the estate without a permit, and the entire grounds are surrounded by an electric fence. Mm, Well, at least Boston
3: Blackie can't get in, then.
2: This way. I imagine Alice is in the living room. Well, as soon as Faraday gets here... I'll oh, to no. Austin, I have Blackie, to... you
3: can't be out here. I'll tell me that
5: the next time I see me. Hello, Inspector. Uh, don't hello me. Goodbye me. I'd like that better. I'm sorry I can't leave. I accepted the kind invitation of Miss Austin here to solve the murder of the father.
6: Well, I called him, Inspector, because of the circumstances of Dad's death. I, I thought he might be able to help you. Alice, come here a minute, will
3: you? Oh, nice thought, right, eh? Inspector. Quiet, Blackie. I'll handle this without any help from you. What you know about this case won't help me anyhow. You'd be surprised what I know, Faraday. I suppose you know how he was killed.
5: No, but I know where he was killed and who found his body. Happy Austin here. You didn't think I even knew who he was, did you?
3: Alice has told me a lot of things. What for? She just has to tell me again. Oh, I don't know
5: why. I thought I might hurry things by collecting information for you while you came out here in your usual turtle fashion. Why don't you at least be consistent and crawl into your shell while I solve this case? Why don't you go home? Blackie, you gonna
3: tell me what you know? Nope.
5: And that would take too long, I suppose. But I could tell you what you know without opening my mouth. Blackie, you've got it. All right, stop begging. The dead man was fabulously rich. Yeah? His estate is the largest in the city limits. Besides this mansion here, there's a private golf course, an airport, a lake, 400 acres of forest, and 1,000 acres of farming land. Is that all? What else did you want him to own? I mean, is that all you know? Tell me something important. Well, he was killed in the middle of a field on one of his regular inspection tours. And he made his tours on such a strict schedule that everyone in the estate knew exactly that where he'd be at any given time. Which means, of I course... I know that... what it means. It
3: means anybody on the estate could have killed him.
5: Anybody with a motive, Faraday. Eh? And don't forget, there's a little item of how he was killed. By a blow on the back of the head. By someone standing 100 feet away at the edge of the field. Don't tell me the arm of the criminal is longer than the arm of the law. Faraday, before you find out who killed him, you have to find out how he could have been killed in the middle of an open field. Do you
3: know how? All I know is that he was killed shortly after the rain this morning. that would be about 8 o'clock.
6: Excuse me, Inspector Faraday, but may I leave? I'm expecting Jim Saunders, my fiancé, any minute, and I'd like to meet him.
3: I'm sorry, Miss Austin, but no one can leave the estate.
6: Oh, I won't leave the estate, I promise.
3: Now, you're going to drive down and meet him at the gate, huh? Yes. All right.
6: Thank you.
2: Don't tell Jim about Dad's death, Alice. He might celebrate, and that would look bad.
6: If I told him you said that, he'd make your face look bad.
3: Uh, remember, Miss Austin, don't leave the estate.
6: Oh, no, I won't expect
5: it. Austen, what was the meaning of that crack about Jim Saunders? <laughs> Nothing, Blackie. Only I wish he'd crack his neck one of these days. Now, that's a nice happy thought.
3: Why the hot hate, Austin? Uh, maybe he just doesn't like the guy, Blackie. Oh, history.
5: thanks, Faraday. Come here a minute, will you, Inspector? Yeah, what for? For a hunk of hunch. I don't like our friend Happy here. Huh? And I have an idea that before I'm through with him, I'm going to make Happy miserable. <coughs>
3: I'd say the trip was all right.
6: Well, you, you've flown into something that isn't all right. Dad's been killed.
3: Hey, no kidding. What do you know?
6: It was murder.
3: Oh? Oh, I'd like it down. You can help me roll this crate into the hangar, huh? Oh,
6: Jim, you, you don't seem a bit concerned about Dad's death.
3: Well, neither do you for that matter. I'm plenty sorry to hear it. Here, push on this wing. I'll push on the all other.
6: All right. Now,
3: shove this right next to Happy's plane in this hangar. Is that still out of commission?
6: Yes. Jim, the, the landing gear on this side is damaged. Yeah, I know.
3: Still shaky about it, too. I clipped the top of a tree coming in for a landing, almost cracked up. We push, huh? Jim? Yeah?
6: Are you sure it was a tree you hit?
3: Well, yeah, sure it was.
6: Could you find the tree again?
3: Well, I doubt it. I was going pretty fast at the time. I... Hey, what are you getting at?
6: Nothing, Jim. Holly, I hope the police don't find out that you and Dad had a terrible fight last week.
0: Oh, I see you made the newspapers again this evening, Blackie.
5: Look, Mary, did you invite me up for dinner to look at you or the back page of the paper?
0: But, Blackie, this is really an exciting mystery. Yes. It says here that Mr. Austin was killed by a blow on the back of the head Mm -hmm. and died instantly, Mm. but that there are no marks in the field to indicate what or who killed him.
5: I know. Faraday and I gave the papers most of their information. Oh. There are no footprints or tire tracks in the field, and Austin wasn't carried to the spot where he died.
0: Then how was he killed? How'd he get into the middle of that field?
5: He walked there.
0: After he was hit?
5: No. Death was instantaneous, Mary. That's the problem in this case.
0: And what's the solution? There's always a solution, you know.
5: So they say. But this time, honestly, I'm stumped. The more I think about this case, the crazier it sounds. If I could just...
0: If you could just what?
5: Mary, that airplane up there.
0: Well, it's always up there at this time. That's the 10 o'clock flight to Washington. Mary, that's
5: the way. Austin was killed by a plane. That's what hit him without leaving any marks in the field. There's a private airport on Austin's estate. I bet that's where the murder plane is right now. See you later, Mary. Hey,
0: Blackie, where are you going? To get
5: Faraday. Then I'm going to have a look at the airplane at Austin's airport. The situation is complicated, but I think the explanation is plain.
3: Austin was killed by one of the planes in this hangar, Blackie. Well, which one or two?
5: Well, Faraday will have to look them over before
3: we find out. Uh, This is just a waste of time. I don't believe Austin was killed by a plane at all. You don't, world. huh? No, it's crazy. Look. Oh, you are. Look, Austin was found in the middle of a field, wasn't he? Yeah.
5: He wasn't hit by anyone who followed him into the field or a truck or a car that went through the field. And he wasn't carried into the field. We know that, don't we?
3: Yes. Then
5: he was obviously hit and killed just where he was found. And the only thing that could possibly have killed him where he was found without leaving tracks is a plane. Don't you agree? Yet. Yeah. No. But Let's have a look at these planes. Well, I've been looking while I talk, Faraday, and here's the plane that did it, right here. Look at the left side of this landing gear. Yeah. Pretty badly bent.
3: So it is.
5: I was right, Faraday. The killer knew where Austin would be at a certain moment. He went up in this plane, found Austin, cut his motor, glided in silently behind his victim, swooped low, hit him, accelerated his motor, and zoomed away. Austin didn't even know what hit him.
3: You two don't know what hit him either. I guess it wasn't that plane. Who are you? Saunders. Jim Saunders. That's my plane. Oh, you're the guy Alice Austin went to see, huh? Yeah, yeah, she met me here. I just flew in from Toronto this afternoon. How'd you get this damaged landing gear? Hit a tree coming in for a landing. You mean hit John Austin coming in for a kill, don't you? Ah, Sorry to disappoint you, but I was still in Toronto when that old buzzard was killed. Here's my log to prove I didn't leave the Toronto airport till 10 this morning. I understand the
5: old guy was killed about eight. You understand we can check on the time you left the Toronto
3: airport, don't you? Sure, go ahead, check on it. It's okay with me. And then it better be okay with you to keep away from my plane.
2: Just thought I'd tell you, Alice. You marry Jim Saunders and you don't get any of Dad's estate.
6: Oh, yes, I do, Happy. I get half.
2: Dad's will says you get half unless you marry Jim Saunders. But if you do marry him, I get it all.
6: How do you know? I just
2: know. Too bad you didn't.
6: What do you mean, too bad I didn't?
2: Well, it occurs to me that you and Jim might plan to get married now that Dad isn't around to object.
6: We were going to be married even if Dad did object. And
2: what were you going to live on? Love? Jim doesn't have a dime. All he owns is a plane. You think he'll marry you when he finds out that you won't get a cent from Dad?
6: Happy. You're not going to do this to me, are you? You'll ignore Dad's will, won't you? And and give me half.
2: Oh, no. Not if you marry Jim Saunders. Look, darling. I'm not actually your brother. If you really want to live in style, you could marry me.
6: Marry you? Yes. I wouldn't marry you for... for anything.
2: Not for anything, Alice, darling? No. Not even to save yourself from going to the chair for murder?
4: Now back to Boston Blackie. Wealthy John Austin is found murdered in the middle of a field. He has not been carried there or hit by anything or anyone who went through the field. Jim Saunders, flyer fiancé of Austin's daughter, Alice, has fought bitterly with a dead man, and the landing gear of his plane is damaged. Jim, however, claims his plane was in Toronto at the time of Austin's death. And as we return to our story, Inspector Faraday is on the phone in Austin's private hangar talking to the dispatcher at the Toronto airport.
3: Look, uh, can you tell me what time this morning Jim Saunders took off from the Toronto airport? Yes, Inspector Faraday but I'll have to check on it. Just a minute. Thanks. Uh, Blackie, quit wandering around the hangar, will you? What? If either of the planes in here killed Austin,
2: it was
5: Jim's. I'm just having a look at this other plane in case Jim was in Toronto at the time Austin was killed.
3: You're soon going to find out that I was.
5: For your sake, Jim, I hope so. Hello. Inspector
2: Faraday, still there?
5: Yeah, I'm still
3: here. You got that information I want?
2: Yes, uh, Saunders took off from runway five at 10 o'clock this morning.
3: 10 o'clock, huh? Yes, sir. Thanks a lot. Well, Jim, you're in the clear. I told you I was, Inspector. Now will you let me and my plane alone? I guess we will. Austin was killed two hours before you left Toronto. Uh, Tell me, whose plane is this other one?
5: It has Happy Austin's name on it. By a bit of clever deduction, I'd say it was his. Very funny. Jim, does Happy Austin
3: fly? Sure does, Blackie. He's one of the best amateur pilots around. Then let's suppose for the moment that Happy is our man. Let's suppose he isn't. This plane hasn't hit anything. There isn't a mark
5: on it. Faraday, something could have been attached to the underside of the fuselage Something that could be easily detached again Been thrown away, huh? Maybe better than that After killing Austin, Happy could have flown out over the ocean That's only a few miles from here Unhooked, whatever it was, and dropped it into the water
3: That's right, Blackie It's only about 30 minutes flying time from here to the coast, but I... Uh,
5: Thanks, Jim, you're a big help Jim, could this type of plane hit a man, kill him, and not crack up under the impact? Sure it could, easy, but I I say it again, Jim You are a big help Faraday, Happy Austin, was an adopted son. He wanted to marry Alice.
3: Happy could have killed his stepfather for the money he'd inherited. Just the... one thing, Blackie. There's a part missing from the engine of Happy's plane. This ship hasn't flown in months.
5: Oh. Jim, did I say you were a big help? <laughs>
0: what a lovely little shanty the Austins live in.
5: <laughs> yes, I thought you'd like to see it, Mary. And wait till you see the inside of this palatial hut.
0: Oh, it probably looks like the inside of the Metropolitan Museum.
5: Only bigger. Come on, we can walk right in. Okay. Austin's never seem to lock the door. I'll
3: take care of you later, Happy. Right, and I'm gonna see if I can catch Alice at the stables. Oh, hello there, Jim. Oh, hi,
0: Blackie. Mm, Blackie, introduce me to this.
5: <laughs> Miss Wesley, Mr.
3: Saunders, and reverse that. Uh,
0: Mr. Well, Saunders. How
3: do you do, Miss Wesley? Join me at the stables, Blackie. I'm going horseback riding with Alice, if I can catch her in time. No, thanks. I've still got a murder to
5: solve, but uh, you can tell me something. Does Alice own a plane? Own a plane? Well, she can't even fly. Oh, well, thanks a lot. I take it happy's inside the house?
3: Yeah, you can take it, meaning happy, away if you want to. Glad to met you, Miss Wesley. Oh, thank you. Join us for a ride, if you like. We'll be somewhere on the bridle path. Thanks. Maybe we will.
0: Blackie, why did you ask if Alice could fly? Oh, I
5: thought maybe she had a plane hidden somewhere on the estate. She killed her father. You could hide a battleship on this place.
0: Well, she can't fly. So there goes Alice as a suspect.
5: Well, here we go to talk to Happy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, it's you again, Becky.
5: Stop that. You're beginning to sound like Faraday. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Wesley, Mr. Austin. How do, How do, do you do, do Mr.
2: Lucky, Jim told me that you thought maybe my plane killed Dad.
5: Yes, I did think so
2: until Jim pointed out it hasn't flown in months. Well, I haven't flown it. I know that. I took the motor down, did a complete overhaul job on it, and then had to send for a part I needed. Well, tell me something. Yes? Who else on
5: the estate flies? Any of the servants? No, Alice and I are the only ones. Alice can fly? With the best, and she's a top-notch mechanic, too. And Jim said she couldn't handle the plane. Well... I think I'll find Faraday somewhere around here, and then I think the inspector and I will join Alice and Jim on the bridle path.
0: You're going to ride a horse, Blackie?
5: No, no, I'm not going to ride. But I guarantee I'm not going to keep walking around in circles on this case either.
6: It's a nice night for riding, isn't it, Jim?
3: Yeah, Alice, it sure is. It isn't the usual expression. It's a nice night for a murder.
6: Did you have to mention that? I'm sorry. Jim? Yeah? Dad's will says I don't get a dime if I marry you. Well, how do you know? Happy told me.
3: Well, how does he know?
6: Well, I guess Dad told him. They were awfully chummy and a lot closer than Dad and I were. He probably talked Dad into giving me no money if I married you.
2: Well, of all the dirty. Come on, boy!
6: Get back in a hurry and never talk with that brother oh, But wait for me, Jim. Wait. Ho, ho, boy, ho. Steady now. Steady. Hey there, Miss Austin having trouble? Oh, no, no. I'm all right, Inspector. This horse is having his moments, though. Uh, hello, Blackie. Hello,
5: Miss Austin. Where'd Jim ride
3: off to?
6: He's gone back to the stable.
3: Miss Austin, we found out you could have killed your father. You can fly a plane, can't you?
6: Yes. I never told you I couldn't.
3: No, but Jim did.
5: He said you couldn't fly, and Happy said his plane couldn't fly. I'm going to find out about that before I fly off the handle. Uh, Hold the ladder steady, Mary. Okay. I have to get all the way to the top of it in order to get a good look into this engine. It's
0: an awful rickety ladder, isn't it, Blackie? Well, it's
5: better than nothing. But hold it steady. I
0: will, I will. Alice Austin looked awful unhappy when Inspector Faraday brought her up to the house. Did she really kill her father?
5: Could be, Mary. At least Faraday isn't going to let her out of his sight until I find out whether this plane of Happy's is in shape to fly or not.
0: That engine looks awful clean. It certainly doesn't look as if it had been used.
5: I know it doesn't, but it could have been cleaned up. I want to have a look at this carburetor. If the motor was taken completely apart, there won't be any gasoline in it.
0: Hey, Blackie, what's splashed?
5: Gasoline from the carburetor when I lifted it out. Mary, this motor's been in use, and just recently... But
0: how with a part missing, and as clean as it is, even I know it. It
5: was cleaned up, Mary, and the part taken out again. Run up to the house and get Faraday. Tell him I found something.
6: Yeah,
5: all right. Uh, Tell him that I think I know who killed Austin, too. In fact, I know I know who killed him. Hey, Mary!
0: Yeah?
5: I didn't tell you to turn out the lights. No, I
0: didn't turn them out, Blackie. Just all of a sudden, they were...
5: Mary, what's the matter? Mary! Oh, I forgot about this ladder. Hey! Oh. Wow.
2: Oh. 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 Well, Blackie, the high altitude seems to have cleared your head. What's... What's that roaring noise? An engine. An airplane engine. Jim's playing. And you and I are in it. Oh how
5: would I get here, Happy?
2: I tied you up and threw you in the plane. And you won't get any help from Miss Wesley either. She's tied just as tightly as you, only she's still in the hangar on the ground. I didn't have to kill her. She doesn't know it was I who murdered my dad. Oh, by the way, Blackie, did you have a nice fall when I jerked that ladder out from under you?
5: Yes, thanks. I'll drop you on your head sometime, too. (laughs) Happy, why did you kill your stepfather?
2: For money. How? You guessed it. In my plane. Cut the engine. I had the extra part hidden. I put it in the plane and then glided in behind my dad, gunned him, and bingo. That was the end of the old man. You know where we are, Blackie? No, where? Over the ocean. And when we get a little farther out, (laughs) you're going for a dip.
5: Uh-oh. Got to make fish food out of me, are you? (laughs) I wish the Coast Guard were here. The Coast Guard? Yes, I'd tell the Coast Guard to shoot down. Now, what's the
2: number of this plane? Six-four-one. Coast Guard, shoot down, six-four-one. That's what I'd say. Oh, will say anything you want, Blackie. They can't hear you. And you can't do anything about it the way you're tied up. But if they could hear me, I'd say, this is Boston, Blackie, and plane
5: six-four-one out over the ocean. Shoot us down.
2: <laughs> you're killing me, Blackie. But in a couple of minutes, it's going to be the other way around. <laughs>
3: Boy, that Blackie is really something. He sure is. He's tied
2: up in that other plane, but he managed to switch on the radio and pages. Yeah. We'll keep our radio tuned in on that frequency a little longer, Joe. We might pick up more.
3: Yeah, okay. If the Coast Guard sees us, I hope they shoot us down, Happy. You've
2: only said that 25 times, Blackie. If you don't cut it out, I'll slug you quiet. The number is 641. Be on the lookout for it. Blackie gave us the approximate position. Right. We won't shoot him down right away. Just give him a warning burst if we find him, okay? Look, Happy, just up above us, there's a Coast Guard plane. Well, what do you know? I know they don't see us, and even if they did, they won't know what's going on. That's what he thinks, huh, Dan? Yeah. Hey, hey, there's the plane right down there under our starboard wing. Yeah, sure enough. Here we come, Blackie. Let's go, Joe. What's the matter, Happy? You look worried. Blackie, that Coast Guard plane is diving on us. Peculiar, isn't it? Why? What for? Oh, maybe it just wants to play. Blackie's going to crash into us. They're shooting at us. They're shooting at us. But
5: they missed, Happy. Want to make a bet they don't miss the next time? Well, Blackie, if they shoot me down, I'll drop into the ocean. That's what you're me to do when you drop me in, isn't it? The plane's banking for another run at us, Happy. What'll I do? Well, Obviously, the Coast Guard doesn't want you out here, so if I were you, I'd turn and go back to the land. No! No! That was closer this time, wasn't it? Are you turning back or aren't you? How about it? All right, Blackie. I'll turn back. Well, tell it to the Coast Guard, Happy, or in two seconds, we'll both be telling it to the fish. What time is it, Mary?
0: Well, Blackie, according to my watch, it's 11.30. But according to my curiosity, it's time for questions. Well,
5: I untied you at the hangar We're Happy he left you. Maybe I can loosen the strings on whatever is puzzling you. What do you want to know?
0: First, why did Jim Saunders say Alice couldn't fly when she could?
5: That's very simple, Mary. He didn't know she could. I suppose she was saving it for a surprise or something. Anything else?
0: Just one more thing. How did you manage to get the Coast Guard on the trail of Jim's plane when Happy had you tied up in it?
5: I kicked over the switch on the radio with my elbow and started talking, hoping somebody would hear me.
0: And Happy didn't see you? Oh, are you lucky.
5: I'm lucky those Coast Guard planes were within a reasonable distance or Happy would have added me to his list of dead.
0: Oh, I, I know he killed his father, but... You know, Blackie... What? I feel rather sorry for him.
5: Don't feel sorry for him, Mary. Happy Austin is one flyer who doesn't deserve a happy landing. <music>